Our God is a missionary God, and we are His missionary people. You're listening to The Scent Life, the official podcast of the Center for Great Commission Studies at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. So we walk, we pray, we pray, we walk. What is this thing about prayer walking? You know, it's been around for years and years, and today on The Scent Life, we want to talk about how prayer walking uh, enables us to be more effective in our evangelism. Thanks for tuning in to The Scent Life. Hey, Keelan, how you doing? I'm all right, Scott. How are you? Good. How's the semester? Well, uh, we're moving along, I think, at this point. No major bumps in the road so far. That's uh, We'll see, though. It's not over yet. I know. It's, at least you're not, you know, like a student who has procrastinated all your papers. <laughs> That's right, though I'm starting to read some of those students that have procrastinated. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes for them. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Welcome to the Ministry of Teaching. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, so th- today we want to um, visit a topic uh, that kind of is received with kind of stunned silence because yeah. of what seems to be its simplicity, but also perhaps its effectiveness. Yeah, I think that's right. So let's frame the conversation just a bit here, right? So if you were with us last week, we talked about tools, evangelistic yep. tools, and there's this whole point of, hey, let's make sure we're prepared. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've mastered some of these tools so that we can then engage in gospel conversations when we have an opportunity to do so. Uh, but the next question is like, okay, well, where do I start? Okay, I hear what you're saying, but how, how do we actually get, well, what's a practical thing I can do to even even start and get myself into a setting like that? And this is not the only thing. Right. But one of the things that we would say to people is, well, why don't you take up a habit, a new habit of prayer walking? That's right, yeah. And, and uh, you know, for years and years, people have mentioned, talked about prayer mm-hmm. walking, and uh, again, it's received kind of differently by different people. Yeah. People are like, what do you mean? Like, walk and pray? That seems so pedestrian. Was that pun intended? (laughs) (laughs) I worked a long time on that phrase. (laughs) Is that right? (laughs) But it seems so simplistic, right? What do you mean, just walk and pray? And I think the answer is both yes and no, right? It is both, yeah, just walk and pray, but it's not just walk and pray. You know, the Bible really reminds us of the importance of prayer, right? Prayer Mm -hmm. is the thing that enables those of us who are Christians to tap into the power of God. You know, Jesus says that with all these promises, right, we pray what we ask for in his name, that the Father will do it. You know, Jesus makes the promise that, you know, if you knock, the door will be open. If you ask, you will receive. If you seek, you will find. All of these all of these promises of the Bible are wrapped up in the if you pray uh, recommendation. And so in some ways, prayer walking isn't just walking and praying, it's praying, but it's praying uh, kind of on location with your eyes and your heart and your emotions spurred by the things that you see. You know, the Bible gives us a lot of different ways to pray, right? We yeah. we pray in public. We talks about there's instructions mm-hmm. in the Bible about, you know, uh, praying with other people, praying, you pray in church, you pray in different communities, going into your prayer closet and praying the Father who sees in secret will reward you. So there's that discussion of praying. And then there's this notion of, of praying without ceasing. So praying right. as you're going. And we talk about prayer walking. This is really what we have in mind. It's developing this discipline of praying, but praying in a place 
that spurs your prayers too. You know, if I'm praying uh, in my living room or praying at my breakfast table in the morning, I have my Bible open, I have a prayer list I work through. I pray for students. I pray for my family. I pray for my school. I pray for my church, my pastor. I pray for missionaries in the world. And that list is a little bit static based on what I remember to pray Mm -hmm. and what I've written down to pray. But prayer walking moves me to a different type of prayer because it puts me in a new location. And now I'm praying with different eyes. Yeah, that's exactly right. So if we, if we frame the conversation then with this understanding of prayer walking that Scott's giving us coming from the kind of the scriptural background there, let's quickly avoid some ditches. Yep. Uh, what we're not saying here is some overly mystical idea. Some people, when you hear prayer walking, you conjure up this idea of like hedging in territorial spirits right. or some kind of chant going around the neighborhood. We're not trying to cause the walls of Jericho to fall here. That's, that's not right. what's going on. That's not what, So that's ditch one. The other ditch, though, is some idea, stated or unstated, that prayer is ineffective. Mm. And so, really, what is prayer walking other than just kind of walking around? Mm. And so, no, there's something in the middle here that says prayer is this active discipline. It's this active communication. Uh, Piper calls it a wartime walkie-talkie, right? Right. Uh, Where we're engaged uh, with God in conversation, listening to Him and praying and giving our requests and our petitions to Him uh, while, to your point, being in a particular location that then urges us or prompts us to pray with a new sensitivity for things that we may not think about praying for while being in our prayer closet. Yeah, that's exactly right. So what is prayer walking? Again, it is it is in in the most simple way, going somewhere, walking around that place, and praying. What is it that God spurs as you walk and pray? So, and it would depend on where you're walking. We have we have known and encouraged people uh, to go in several ways, right? You walk and you pray in your neighborhood. As you're walking around your neighborhood, you're looking at the houses, uh, you see the children playing, you know the house of your neighbor who is sick, or you see something that's taken place. Maybe a few nights ago, the ambulance stopped at someone's house and you don't know what happened there. All of this leads you to pray differently for your neighborhood. I don't know about your neighborhood, man. In my neighborhood, every day, there are dozens of people just walking around. They're walking their dogs, they're walking their children, they're walking themselves. Uh, But there's difference in walking and praying. That's right. Asking God for insight. How do I pray for my neighbors? How do I pray for my community based on what I see, based on what I experience, based on what I remember? And so that walk spurs my prayers and leads me to pray differently. The discipline of doing that will force me to see my neighborhood differently. It absolutely will. And I'll tell you, Scott, this is something that my my wife and I, Meredith and I, have have started kind of leaning into the idea as well in our neighborhood. So we recently moved back, you know, back here to the mm-hmm. area about a year ago, and our neighborhood is just exactly like you described yours, uh, particularly this time of year. So right. it's, it's spring, and, and people are all out everywhere. They're walking their dogs. They're hanging out in the neighborhood. And so we've started saying there's probably no better way for us to at least meet our neighbors than being out when everybody mm-hmm. else seems to be out. So developing a habit and discipline and doing that. But walking is one thing. Right. Walking and praying and using this as an opportunity to develop a, a, a desire to see our neighborhood with different eyes right. and see the relationships that we may bump into with different eyes and praying for, asking God to give us a sensitivity to those people, mm-hmm. that's another thing altogether. And so leaning into that idea, we would encourage you, if you're listening to this, maybe this is a thing that you should give a try. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so. And again, this is one of those low level. How do I get started? Like right. prayer, prayer walking. So walking, praying, asking God to give you a heart and eyes uh, for the things that you see, and then talking to him about it and seeing how he prompts your praying. So what are some places? We pray in our neighborhood, yep. perhaps your school, your children's school. Uh, you know, I've, I've known mothers who have their walking club go and they prayer walk around the school and you're praying for the principal and you're praying for the teachers and you're praying for the students and you're praying for your children. Your kids had a project due today. They had a test that due today. There's no greater way to pray for your school than to walk around the school. Uh, so follow the law. But walk around the school and pray for the school. There are parks in your community. There, Absolutely. there are people playing in the park, people exercising in the park. You walk in the park, you pray for the things that you see. Maybe, you know, a couple weeks ago you talked about going to the mall. Keelan. I was just fixing to bring that up, Scott. If you're a mall walker like me and my wife, who kind of function like we're 80-year-olds apparently, <laughs> uh, we, uh, we'll consider the, the mall as an ideal place. To, to do prayer walking. Yeah. So there are a bunch of places that you can walk. Find a place in your community, walk and pray. Now, Keelan, when you prayer walk, now what do I do, right? I mean, right? You, and I, you and I have talked about this whole notion of, of where, but how. I mean, what are you actually doing when you're prayer walking? You and Meredith have just started this. You've been doing it. But, so what are some things that you're doing as you're praying? Yeah. So one, you brought up at the beginning this idea of prayer without ceasing. Mm-hmm. So as far as I'm concerned, the way that I tend to approach this one, uh, I think there's a level of flexibility in how you go about doing that. So don't make it necessarily feel stilted. Uh, Don't hear some programmatic, oh, yeah, got to do it this way. But uh, if you're going by yourself, pray to yourself. If you're going with somebody, you can both pray to yourself. Well, to yourself. You're praying to God, but praying kind of in your head and by yourself as you're kind of thinking through it silently or together. Like you can verbalize prayers to one another as you're doing it. Uh, so I, th- I think it can flow between those two things as well. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It could be both. Yeah. So there's a level of flexibility, I think, and we don't necessarily be overly prescriptive about what that would look like. However, while I'm praying, what are the kinds of things that I may be asking God to do mm. with my time? That's a thing that I'd, I'd want to draw everybody's attention toward. And we've already mentioned some of this, but one of the key things I want to do when prayer walking in a place— is ask God to open my eyes, Mm. to develop within me a sensitivity, Mm -hmm. uh, to see that neighborhood, to see that park, to see that school as God sees it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And really, I'm asking for him to give me his heart Mm -hmm. for that area. Mm -hmm. And so that's one thing that I would really encourage people to do in prayer walking. Yeah, I think another thing that we're doing is we're asking God for open doors of ministry. Absolutely. You know, as I'm walking in my neighborhood, I walk around my kid's school, or walking in the community, I'm, a, I'm, I'm asking God, give me your heart, give me your eyes, let me see what I should see um, in a different way, right? If I'm walking uh, in the mall looking for a place to buy something, I'm looking for that store. But if I'm walking in my neighborhood of the mall, God, how can I pray? I'm looking with different eyes. What, what looks broken? What looks in the need for help? So I'm praying there. But then I'm asking God, are there areas that I can be involved in ministry or my church can be involved in ministry in this community? And as we're praying, then God can prompt us to pray for ministry opportunities. And then he opens our eyes to see ministry opportunities. But also, we're praying for the chance to meet people, right? As we're walking, there are people out there. And I've been amazed at times when I was prayer walking in a neighborhood or prayer walking in a certain area and just have someone walk up and say, what are you doing? Or, hey, and they start talking to you. And then all of a sudden I begin to think, no, wait a minute. I was just asking God 
for a ministry opportunity, and this person walked up and started talking to me. I was just asking God to help me share the gospel with somebody, and this guy walked up and started talking to me. Is that an accident? I have to assume not. And so then I lean into this evangelistic mode, the tools, the conversation we've been having right. all semester. So we're really so we're praying, we're asking God for his eyes, we're asking God for his heart, we're asking for open door, and then when that happens, we're participating in the work that God is doing as he draws people to himself. Yeah, that's exactly right. And so what winds up happening, hopefully, mm-hmm. if we have God's eyes and we have God's heart, and we ask for those opportunities for ministry and people, opportunities in ministry to people can potentially come out of that, right? right. Like there is this open door, this bridge right. into outreach and evangelism that can naturally occur uh, as we find ourselves in this place petitioning God for these things. Then here we are with opportunity, and hopefully it becomes a bridge to actually being able to engage in this kind of stuff. So I think... We don't just pray for those things. We pray expectantly That's right. for those things, right? That's right. Uh, and as we do so, we we hopefully uh, start to develop that sensitivity, and we start looking for moments mm. that may be presented to us while we're doing it. That's right. Yeah, and so the challenge this week is that you would— you know, begin to practice the discipline of prayer walking. You think, man, I don't know how to get started. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. Well, this is the recommendation. Walk out the front of your door onto your street and turn either left or right. (laughs) (laughs) Whichever way you turn, the first thing you say is, God, help me pray for whatever else I see. And at that point, start a conversation between you and the Lord as you're walking down that street. Pray for the people that you see. Uh, If there's something that spurs your attention, ask God for his heart, for his mind about that. If you're walking with someone, pray out loud together. Talk together about the things that you see. And you may say to the other person, hey, let's pray for this house right here. Last week, you know, I talked to the neighbor. Last week I saw this neighbor in the store. Let's pray for this house. You can stop and pray or you can keep praying. Pray out loud. Pray together. Let it be an ongoing spiritual conversation about what you're dealing with. You know, in your neighborhood, as you, if you're just going to walk the street, you're going to talk about the trees, you're going to talk about the flowers, you're going to talk about everything else. In this walk, you're talking to God and one another about your neighbors and your neighborhood. So just start. Walk out, turn left to right, and go and practice. The more you do it, the better you'll get. But this week, we think this low bar for evangelism starts with just beginning the discipline of prayer walking. That's right. And then as you have the opportunities, as you pray for eyes, as you pray for a heart, and you ask for those opportunities, and you see them, seize the moments. Seize the moments. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining in with us today. We always appreciate it when we get to hear from our listeners. So if, if you have any comments or questions about this, feel free to reach out to us. You can find us uh, here at southeastern, thecgcs.org. We'll get you in touch with us. You can hit us up on the website. Uh, we'd love for you to share this podcast with others. You can, of course, subscribe to it wherever you subscribe to your podcasts, and you can find us on all the social media channels. Uh, again, thanks for joining us this week, and until next time, this was The Scent Life. <laughs>